What's your introduction to uh, lacrosse? until I was like five then I lived in Jamaica for eight years um, and then I moved from Jamaica uh, to Arnold Maryland that's like that's just outside of Annapolis and then I enrolled I went to so I football that was my main sport um, and from just being around in Annapolis I would see like STX lacrosse stickers and then being like a curious athlete and just asking around um you know, question came up one day, what's lacrosse? Someone told me what it is. Then I asked, like, kids at my school, um, and they were like, yeah, like, lacrosse is, like, a sport, um, and it's, like, really big up here. It's really big in this school. And I was like, what? They're like, yeah, like, a long history of, like, really good lacrosse players. Um, but I didn't play yet. Uh, but some of my football players were like, oh, yeah, you know, maybe, you like, we'll show you some stuff. Um, but then I went to church with um, a guy named Newton Gentry, the fourth yeah the fourth newton gentry he went to mount st joe and uh uva and he played um and one day after church i was at his house and he was like testing out some new sticks and i get bugging him to like be like all right let me check this out and he finally like showed me some stuff and i shot on goal it was pretty decent so he was like yeah you know like i'll, I'll teach you more and then he was just telling like me that like i'm the kids at your school about me like some of the lacrosse players so i go back to school and i'm like hey you guys know about a kid named newton and they're like yeah he's really good um we grew up playing with him and stuff and i'm like yeah he taught me how to play and they're like oh really so fast forward um i got injured my sophomore year in tryouts i had a back injury um but then um my junior year i tried out for the varsity team and i made that and i was coached by uh, mike burnett and, um, yeah, that's how I got introduced to lacrosse, man. I was a kid that went to St. Mary's and lived in Annapolis. So, right. of course, I kind of found out about the game. <laughs> yeah. All right. And then uh, when did you folks get the idea of uh, bringing lacrosse to Barbados? And when did you uh, start that project? So, I had the – originally the idea was when I was in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, this would be a perfect game for the Caribbean. Because it's, like, hot and it kind of integrates, like, things uh, that are similar to, like, soccer or football. Mm-hmm. We call it football on here. Yeah. Um, so, and then I also saw, like, the game needed diversity. And I was, like, so for me, I was the only black kid on my team. Uh, the kid that taught me to play Newton was black. And looking back, I don't think I would have learned the game or maybe have gotten as competent and wanted to play as much if I wasn't taught by a black kid first um so i was definitely like this is a cool game and like this is something that like uh the game some would be cool for diversity um so something that i kind of locked in my in my head as a teenager like a wild dream and then fast forward to um i went to towson university uh my degree is in broadcast journalism and but when i graduated uh the media industry wasn't really hiring so I did what most MassCom students and journalism students did when I graduated in 2009. I service of whatever it may be, and I just joined the real world. Um, I worked in the cell phone retail industry a lot. The last company I worked for was Verizon. So I was working in Verizon, 
and I was just kind of stuck in like the railroad sales thing and in the back of my head it was always kind of like you know I should like I had a dream of moving back home to Barbados and opening up a sports bar um, and then also teaching American football and lacrosse so something an idea I had and I had a friend um, shout out to my boy uh, Kirk Hamilton um, who is a really uh, innovative entrepreneur out of Jamaica but uh, he's he's one of my he's my my first friend in Jamaica so he kind of out of my friends he was the one that kind of took the entrepreneurial leap um, when a lot of us traditionally Caribbean kids or especially middle class Caribbean kids were we're brainwashed in the the stream of go to school get a good education go to college get a good degree get mainly like a like doctor lawyer engineer that type of degree and like work a career and that's like the route to success um kirk did that too but he got his master's in in architecture and then just decided to you know what i'm going to chase my dream and um to stop doing that and became an entrepreneur doing um his business so he's always kind of been the one pushing me to be like was pushing me to like yo dreamy like Take that leap, man. You have a good idea. Like it's something you're passionate about. Chase your passion. Stop being miserable in the in like the the you know in, in the railroad and the and the retail drag. And he one time hit me up and was like, "Hey, there. I have a friend down in Barbados who um, has like a similar idea about like the sports bar. You guys, you guys should talk." So I like a couple months later, I was like, "You know what? Get up." guys information so i got the guy's information um that guy's name is rohan ford he's now my uh, my business partner um with my sports bar and then he's also on the the board of barbellus across um so talked to rohan we had a great conversation realized that our visions align in what we see um changing the culture of sports in barbados um not just playing but how sports can benefit the country mm-hmm. um Financially and culturally and um, even um, interpersonal um, stuff between people. So better teamwork and stuff like that, whatever it may be. So fast forward, I was like, okay, so I found someone that I can um, that can I can partner up with to chase this dream. And I moved back to Barbados in 2018, the goal to open up the sports bar. Um, the sports bar is still being built, um, but we have a field. But on the lacrosse side... Um, I came down and started. I had a camp in the summer of 2018, and a summer camp that was about two weeks. And then I started holding after uh, after school practice sessions at Queens College. Um, I got to give a big thanks to uh, Coach uh, Sidaway and um, Dr. Brown, who's uh, Coach Sidaway is the 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 head PE coach, who was the first. So I was calling schools, trying to be like, hey, I'm introducing the sport to, to lacrosse. I'm introducing the sport lacrosse to the island, and I would like to do after-school programs with them. And he was one of the, the first guys I got to actually talk to. And the vision, so he agreed with it. And Dr. Brown is the principal of Queens College. They've been very uh, instrumental in the growth of lacrosse because I've been able to use their fields uh, basically from day one. So started doing that every Thursday and Saturdays. Um, during the, like the first semester, like so that would be like the fall semester. Um, then in the winter, um, Carly Brentlinger, who's um, coached at Howard University, the girls team, 
she reached out to me and asked me about the girls program. Um, her and some players visited in December of 2018 and held a weekend camp um, to help grow the girls program. Because obviously, like, I played boys across and I've yeah. been trying to help the girls as much as possible. But really, truly, and I know from an objective coaching standpoint, I know nothing of girls across, especially oh, yeah. like the point to the skill level where I want my girls to get. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was awesome for them to come down. So we had a camp and then I started holding um, another practice session at Harrison College, which is another like high school down here. So right now, as of then, I've been holding sessions Tuesdays and Thursdays and Saturdays from 3 to uh, 530. So I actually have a practice session today, which is the last one of the last of the semesters because their semester, the their last day of school is today. Um, so I had, then I participated in a summer camp this past summer. So yeah, man, I've been growing at grassroots. Um, then I've been trying to, I've been finding um, lacrosse players that live in England um, and Barbados in Canada that have Bayesian roots. Um, shout outs to Travis Payne, Anthony Sohan, um, Olivia, uh, anyone that came down and helped. And just trying to find Bayesian kids of Bayesian heritage that would want to be on the national team and also come down um, and, and help coach and spread the game. Because the goal is to uh, make Barbados to be the top Caribbean program. I basically want it to be like the Maryland, um, Long Island version, mm-hmm. straight yeah. hotbed. And that's what I come from, man. I play in an yeah. MIA. So my 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 brand and what I was exposed to as I played it was a high level. And mm-hmm. that's all I know. So I want my, my kids to get there. That's awesome. So, uh, you know, uh, how successful do you think you've been this far? Like, how was lacrosse received at first? Um, I would say for the budget that I had, so basically I used my 401k to buy equipment. Um, so I brought down, to the island, I brought down like uh, 40 balls, uh, 20 boy sticks, originally five girl sticks, two goalie sticks, and 15 helmets, 15 set of like pads for boys, gloves and all that two goals and four long sticks. I shit that all down. So yeah, that costs a lot of money yeah. and Barbados with taxes. So I paid a lot of like duty tax. Um, so I would say from what I was doing, um, I've been charging the kids like 10 and $5. Um, so that's half in America. So basically $5, $2 and 50 cents. So, you know, for like lacrosse, that's like dirt cheap. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I would say for how I've been doing it and just me and me being the only coach and having like a little bit of assistance, um, I said it's been pretty successful. Um, now that I've been, um, the nonprofit is now officially up and I've been accepted into World uh, World Lacrosse, I know that I'm going to be able, really able to attack things and really get things to where I want it to be. So I'd say overall it's a success when it comes to the children, uh, when it comes to the administrative side on the country. It hasn't been as um, ex- on a certain extent. Um, I've had a lot of people saying, "Oh yeah, that sounds cool, but let's see how it goes." Kind of let's. But overall, the children like it. They like that's it's it's a different. Um, and I know I've been telling my kids like, kind of like, because I've been keeping them in a loop of the development of what I try to where I want to get things. And things kind of died died down for a while, but they know about, like, what happened the past, like, two, three days. So I know, and I'm going to talk to them today, I know they're going to be really excited about the future and me really now going to our sports council, going to the sports ministry and 
And rather than saying some guy saying that, hey, I'm Jimmy Payne and I have this this pipeline dream about spreading the sport in Ireland, I can now say to them, like, I've been holding sessions for a year. I've held camps. I have um, I have a group of players. And not only that, I've been accepted into the World Lacrosse, um, the Pan American Lacrosse Association, and my nonprofit is up. So definitely coming more official and uh, really trying to uh, break the doors down. Right. And when you look at, you know, you got accepted the World, world Lacrosse, uh, what was that uh, kind of process like? Um, that process was um, uh, a long one, uh, but it was definitely, I will say, I have to give huge thanks to um, Bob DeMarco um, and Kat Lowe of Palo. They helped me along this path um, a lot and guided me along the process and helped me along in, when it came to breaking down to me how I have to structure the program, um, helping me with the application, um, and then just leading me down the path. And then it was just me following the path. But huge thanks to them. Um, I will say it was, it was a cool it was a cool thing um, talking to them um, and then just going through the application. So doing my bylaws, um, uh, the Constitution, all that stuff, man, a lot of official stuff. Mm-hmm. So... It, it was it was a very cool process, but I have to give thanks to them for for guiding me along the way. Right. And then uh, now, now, what would you say the uh, the next steps are for Barbados lacrosse? Um, the next steps right now would be um, Coach Burnett. So my high school coach, Mike uh, Michael Burnett, um, mm-hmm. who played for UNC, who's a legend in the game. Um, he's going to be the head coach of the men's team. Um, I have someone that sent me an application. Um, Barry Elliott um, to coach the women's program. So um, we'll see uh, what goes in the future with that. But the the future future heading forward, I would say, is um, I want to start a high school league. Should I be starting a high school league? I know World Lacrosse is going to be coming down here. So 2020, it's really just having bigger camps, having players come down here, and really having a big explosion in the island when it comes to um, experienced players coming down here and demoing the game and showing the game how it's really played at high speed. Um, Having more kids playing, um, getting more equipment, and then forming the national team, training with national team players, and starting in the high school league um, so we can get our kids playing real competitive lacrosse. And then lastly, you know, how can someone – outside of Barbados kind of help uh, go you all's effort? So there are three, um, many ways. The main way, um, I have a, a GoFundMe, um, and I'll send you a link. So I have a right. GoFundMe, um, and now that the nonprofit is up, um, people can now, like, write it off on their taxes. Yeah. So it's not like if they're just donating to an individual, they're mm-hmm. donating to uh, an organization. Um then also um, equipment drives. If anyone wants to donate equipment to, Bar- uh, to Barbados, we are more than welcome. Um, sticks and pads, especially for the boys' games, helmets are definitely a need. Uh, so contact me. I can tell you how to get them down there. If you know anyone that is that has Bayesian heritage or, vis- or visits Barbados and has lacrosse equipment, um, we found out it is cheaper sometimes just to bring the equipment down and just pay for the extra bag. Um so, yeah, network with people and just keep talking about Barbados across spreading the word and finding people that want to help the cause. Um, I have an Instagram page. It's um, the Barbados Sports Movement, or if you search Barbados across, you'll find it. Uh, and you can talk to me. I manage the page, so you'll be talking to me directly. 
But yeah, the main thing right now would be funds. Honestly, it's funds to get like more coaches down here, um, more equipment and stuff like that. So if they can share and donate to the GoFundMe, that'd be awesome. 